I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. I think most folks would agree that the best place to be during wintertime is south of the Mason-Dixon line. It's always warm during the winter, and, well, it rarely drops below freezing. But, but summertime is a whole different story. One could say that it may be the hottest place on Earth. The further you get into the south, the more creative they are on ways to keep cool during the summer. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, The Backyard Swimming Pool. Terry, once again, the weather is starting to warm up. People are starting to move around a little bit. COVID is getting better. And next Yay. thing you know, it's going to be vacation time. People hitting the streets. I'm ready. Now, I've done some reading this week. Well, I was covering some bad weather and had some time to kill in between. And Americans, you're not going to believe this. Okay. When they go on vacation, 70% of Americans run down to the swimming pool, get naked and go for a swim and go skinny <laughs> dipping. And of that 70%, 38% get busted by other travelers or maybe somebody that works at the hotel. Okay, I have to ask this. Yeah. Of those 70%, or maybe I should say the 38% that get caught, Yeah. how many of them truly need to be caught naked? Exactly. My next point would be belly dancing. How many of those really need to be belly dancing? I mean, that's like when you go to the beach. And listen, I, I, I commend them for having that kind of confidence. But have you ever noticed, and I know the females out there will relate to this, you know, you look at yourself or your buddies and you got a pretty good figure, you know, okay. not the best, but you, you know, you're proud of what, you know, what you got and you've tried to maintain it and you've worked hard at it and it gets more difficult as you get old, but you look out there and you see somebody and I'm not making fun of people that are in this category. I'm actually saying that I admire them. They're overweight. Okay. They're going to be the first ones that you're going to see that are walking around with a thong on <laughs> that have all the confidence in the world. And it is confidence. And and the others, you know, like myself, we're out there with a cover up on. We don't even think about taking it off until we've gotten out to the beach and gotten to our chair, placed all our items on the ground, got our drink situated, sit on the, the chair and then, or the lounge chair, I guess I should say, and then discreetly take our our cover-up off. They're walking around, prancing around like that they've got this impeccable-looking body. And to them, they do. And it's like they have all the confidence in the world. But that's what I'm saying. How many of those that you just said got busted with no clothes on you- really need to be taken their clothes off it, it it is probably not what the common guy would go oh i'd like to sit back and watch that <laughs> after you see it you're going why did i why did i look and let me ask this because i've often wondered this because i i don't see the line terry a, a bikini on a beach what is the difference than sitting around in your underwear isn't that isn't that really what that is 
It's as close to underwear as you can get. Well, I can tell you. Am it, I wrong? No, but I can tell you that they're getting skimpier and skimpier. And you do have a good point. Why even bother wearing one? <laughs> but again, it takes confidence to wear those. And I'm getting to an age where a bikini is not in my future. Now, I might wear a two-piece bathing suit, but it's not going to be a bikini. I can share. Uh, I can tell you that. I'll say this. I was 42 years old before I ever owned a pair of shorts. From the time somewhere around nine years old to 42, Angie would buy them for me. I wouldn't wear them. I wore blue jeans to the beach. There's many pictures of us at the beach and me and my blue jeans out on it because I just would not wear shorts. Why? Uh, I just, well, around the house, if you put on shorts, you get to doing stuff outside and then you get cut up. So I always wore jeans because I constantly done something outdoors, and I didn't want to have bloodied up legs. Yeah, because you were like doing stuff not just in an average yard. Yeah. You were out like in a field or you know doing something like that. And so when I finally decided, okay, my blue jeans may be hot, let me tell you, white is not the word for the way I look. I look like a neon sign. You could see me like two miles down the beach. I was so white. But I can't even picture you. Being that way, because ever since I've known you, I mean, I want to say that the oh, yeah. minute that we started this podcast, and we're almost coming up on a year. Yeah, we're really close. So that is something. But when, you know, ever since we started the podcast, it was in the middle of summer. You had shorts on. Yeah. As most people do. Used to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known any different. Farmer tan, I got on my arm here. Well, we all have that. But we're going to get the tans as we get into the summer. And one of the things that we're going to enjoy doing is getting in the pool. Mmm, for the pool days. Yeah, so let me just tell you, it's, and we have, my husband and I, and my daughter probably wouldn't own up to the fact that she lives with the parents that call their pool the redneck pool. But well, you need to explain the redneck pool. Okay, well, tell, tell me what well, it is. Really, you know, I live in a subdivision. Yeah. I've got a fence that goes around our backyard. It is discreetly placed on our patio so we have a covered patio that goes down some steps into a big figure eight on the right hand side i've got i would say sectional furniture left hand side i've got wrought iron furniture well when it's time for the pool we move the wrought iron furniture and we've already purchased the above ground pool and it's like a three-foot pool that may be 10 feet across whatever it is it's plenty for us to get floats and to float in. And get wet, yeah. And get wet. And we can either bring our music out there, which we do, or we can cut. We have a big screen TV that's out there, and we can watch our TV. And I love it. Nobody can even see us. So nobody even knows that we have a redneck pool unless I've told them or they've come over and they sit in the backyard. And we call it our redneck pool, and I actually love it. We have made the investment in a pump. So we buy the pool, and every year we just cut it, throw it away, and buy another one. But let me tell you, you think that I've got a redneck pool, and I'm proud of that pool, but there are some other pools that are out there that are pretty creative. Well, people and do And I think get that's it. redneck with a capital R. This kind of goes back to what we were talking about of, you know, when the snow comes down in the south of, well, if you don't necessarily have one, you make your own stuff. Exactly. You can at least say... That us Southerners are creative. Now, you know, it can even go as far as to those little bitty kind that you just stick your feet off into. And if you don't have that, you can use your wash tub to stick your feet off into the summer and cool off in your shorts. I see that on front porches everywhere. Oh, listen, I used to have a little baby pool when I lived, when I was single many, many years ago. Had a chair that I sat in it, and I, I guess I was a redneck, but I had that pool. 
it's one of those chairs that you take to the beach. It's extremely low sitting. I know those. And you sit They're in miserable. it. You know, you got your beverages. You got your music. All I needed was a little water on my legs. That's what I accomplished. If you can't find a pool, that's a pretty close second. But there are some creative folks out there. And we've taken a look at some of the pools that are out there. And you got the pool where they take a, what would you say? I would guess you'd say a tarp. It's a tarp. That's exactly And they line the bed of a truck. Yep. And the, the long wheelbase works better for this. And then they pour. I mean, they've just got the hose thrown off in there and then there are i mean you can google a lot of this you may see two or three people to 15 people in a bed of a truck correct now that's when you know you might be a redneck (laughs) or what about a boat that has no motor on it and really a boat is supposed to float on top of water right but they have turned it around and i guess taken out all the seating and now they've got a boat that actually serves as a pool a swimming pool and, and that is as redneck as it goes yeah and then you have to keep in mind that in some of these uh, cases you got more stuff outside you wouldn't you'd have a hard time finding the pool you you got to maneuver through the washer and the broke dryer and whatever else just to even get to the pool now this may be the most genius one i've seen yet you don't see many of these, but a camper that I guess has just gone dysfunctional as a camper, and you put, like you said, the tarp inside of it and make a, uh, a swimming pool out of it. I saw That's a unique. photo of a truck that had put a liner in the back of it yeah. and had three or four people riding down the road because it was only knee-deep, and they had an actual grill in the back of it too and the guy was grilling now how long do you think that was before there was an accident right. or they got pulled over yeah now here's another one that i suppose most people will know what i what i mean when i say skitter a skitter tire yeah that's equipment that's used often in the woods to cut trees and the tires are as tall as a house but somebody's cut it open filled it up with water and using that as a swimming pool. Well, or we saw some that they've actually had like a ravine. Would you call it a ravine? And they've dug it out and put a liner in it yeah. and then filled it with, which basically looked like mud. I remember a long time ago. Don't you think it was pretty common a long time ago? Most people did not have pools. No, it was. And so you wanted to go swimming. You went to a, a swimming hole or you know like uh, maybe a local pool or you went to a lake especially when you and i grew up that was just not part of a home back then it didn't happen growing up you may have had one or two people that had pools now there are tons of folks that either have an in-ground pool which is really really nice or it's easy now to purchase an above-ground pool you know, in the little town that I grew up that I grew up in, Scuba, Mississippi, population four hundred eighty nine, Salute. When I come up as a kid, it was nineteen eighty seven before the first swimming pool hit the town, and today it is still remains the only swimming pool. But now it's not functional. Huh? <laughs> I don't know anybody so else did, that's I mean, got one. A lot of people go swimming in that. Was it like a community pool? No, or? it was at somebody's house. Oh wow! They want you so to that coming was, over. Oh, so that was big time. Yeah, they were. Lo- living at large so i kind of picked up on the fact that when i said something about swimming you kind of flinched i did i'm totally against swimming angie had what you refer to as a um, swimming or a redneck pool at our yeah, house above well, ground pool yeah and one time i walked in it one time and i got out 
but and I, cause I have this fear, a big total fear. And you got time for me to tell you why? Oh, I want to know why. Nine years old. We're in, I think it was somewhere in Wyoming and I jumped in a swimming pool at a motel and I drowned. I oh, mean, wow. floated to the bottom to where they pull you out. This lady jumped in, pulled me out, gave me mouth to mouth, pumped my chest that whole nine yards. And I, and I did come back to, they got it out of me. I lived. And so I didn't touch a swimming pool, I guess, until we got married. She put that in the backyard and I walked in it and I thought, no, no, I don't like it no better now than I did then. And I just, I, I, it's a, I get freaky over it. I don't want to get near it. So did you not know how to swim before no, you I just went and piled up and I uh, took jumped that red, in the pool? Uh, I took the Red Cross oh, class okay. down here where you probably yeah. took yours yeah, in uh-huh. our hometown now. And uh, I passed it, but uh, I don't know what went wrong. I can't swim now because I hadn't done it since I was nine. Well, apparently you couldn't swim too good at nine either. No, I, I, or I panicked or something. Okay. But I sunk to the bottom. I'm talking about bloop, 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 bloop. And I could, you know, you could see the water above you and you could see daylight, but there was nothing I could do to get there. Oh, wow. And so it uh, it had a major affliction on me. I think affliction is the word. And so, you know, I've noticed that you have that and you also have the fear of heights. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could go into why my mama told me all these times that well, you can't swim, you can't do that, or you're scared of heights. And it, don't y'all be telling your kids none of that or your grandkids because it will affect them. Well, I kind of see the idea behind the swimming is because, you know, you don't want them to do something without them being present so they probably do put the fear of god in you to maybe so tell you stories but it is amazing that you you think back 20 years ago you might have seen a pool like you said every so often now in the summer you can't hardly go past three houses and yeah. not at see at least an above ground pool i mean we are obsessed we are i guess the back of a pickup truck where somebody has made it into a makeshift pool yeah, or dug out a hole. You know, you even got, what's the guy that has the Facebook on there that he even gives step-by-step instructions on how to make your own pool. We're pretty obsessed with kind of making catfish cooling and making our own pools because we like to cool down. We like to have our little beverages with us. We want to have our floaties with us we want to have our friends and that just seems to be a natural progression to all kind of congregate where it's cool and you know if you live in the south you know it's going to be hot oh yeah you need something cool but you know i've just kind of warded them off through the years but there are so many different styles to choose from now isn't it absolutely but you know i found that there are also some fascinating facts about and when you talk about pools there are a bunch of different styles but you know, most people probably think that the average pool that they have in their house is probably anywhere from 35000 to 50000 Right. There are some elaborate pools. Now, back in the day, you didn't have all those elaborate pools. Maybe you had a diving board. Maybe you had some palm trees, something like that. But I'm talking about there are people now that have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars for their own personal pool right and they can have any kind of design that they want for a pool as well you're not just limited to just the normal square or the normal figure eight or the oval shaped pool anything that you want there are people out there that you pay big time bucks for 
and they can build it. Well, here's an example of that. Uh, Paul McCartney, wasn't he a Beatle? Wasn't that, yeah, isn't that what uh-huh. he did? He's got a guitar-shaped pool. Well, I, I'm not surprised. Now, I have to step back. My my first memories of a swimming pool would have been Granny over at the Cement Pond. <laughs> she was making uh, soap and stuff on the Beverly Hillbillies. That was uh, as close as a kid that I got to what? Here are some fascinating swimming pool statistics. And I'll fill you in on this, Scotty, since you're not a big swimming pool person. Swimming is the fifth most popular activity in the U.S. Now, I would have known that. 17.12% of Americans between the ages of 18 and 29 own a hot tub, pool, or a spa. Hot tub. So, yeah, I mean, hot. I'd love to have a hot tub. That just tells you that the pools of 20 years ago look totally different than the pools of today, and there's a lot more of them. Speaking of a lot more of them, can you guess which states have the most in-ground swimming pools in the United States? That's to be California. California. Can you guess the other one? Florida. Absolutely. You picked it. And I, I would have picked Florida. If you've ever flown over Florida or ever flown over California, it's like all you see is blue, 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 blue. I mean, we love our they pools. They stay at the beach, and then if they're not at the beach, they're at the pool. That's what I've always perceived around. Oh, well, man, wouldn't that be the best combination? You've got the beach, you got the pool. It says the annual revenue of a swimming pool industry amounts to about $1.1 billion. And on average, an in-ground swimming pool is about three and a half times more expensive than an above-ground swimming pool. Well, let me tell you, the reason that we cut our redneck pool every year, and this is something my husband does, type me would just as soon clean it up. And every once in a while, we'll clean it up and we'll put it up. He didn't want to fool with the hassle. So every year when we're like, it's the end of September or it's the beginning of October, it's starting to get cool, we take that knife out there, slit it, <laughs> cut it, Let the water, water go. goes everywhere and drag it off to the dump, and then buy another one. And the reason that's so attractive to us is you're only talking about, what, two or $300? And you've had an entire summer, summer for two or $300. Yeah, and, and the biggest investment that you have is the pump. Right. But, you know, obviously we're not taking the pump off, but we make the investment in the pump, the liner, not so much. But, you know, there's a lot of people that make their living of cleaning pools. The pool boy, you know, he's real popular. That, those guys got to make a living of that. Oh, especially if he's good looking. And but talking about cleaning a pool, how about 17% of people urinate while swimming in a pool? Now, I've heard tell, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that now they put something in swimming pools that detects when somebody does it and they bust them and drag them out. Is I that true? I don't know. I don't know if that, that is truth or if that is false i don't know but i assume it's true think about people that go to whether you are a member of a community, uh, community pool if you go to a public pool in your county or city or if you go to a country club it doesn't matter how nice the pool is it doesn't matter if you're going for free or you're paying money somebody's peeing in that pool you're swimming in you're right and let's go back do you remember i still laugh every time i think of it caddyshack Oh, yeah. You remember the scene of the floating baby roof? <laughs> they come through there, they all freaked out. Yes, and I will tell you this, and I'll just say a family member. We'll, say a, we'll say a distant family member. Twice uh, when, removed. Yeah, when they were little, shut down a pool when we were at the beach. And uh, it wasn't a floating baby roof. It was the real thing? It huh? was the real thing. So Wow. Yeah, so 
that's kind of why I like. I, I've been a Your member. Your own private thing. Yes, and I am a member of, let's just say, a place that has a pool along with some other things. It's golf and tennis and that sort of thing. And I just don't have any desire, not knocking it, but I don't have any desire to go swim in that pool when I can pay two or $300 and have one in my backyard. <laughs> I have to agree with it. And, and off subject note of where you grew up, have you noticed that swimming pool in the community that you grew up is oh, yeah. gone? Oh, yeah. Like and bulldozed? we were members of that. Were you? Yeah. And so, you know, I spent many a day. It seemed like every Saturday and Sunday, my parents would go to the pool. They had a lot of friends growing up in the neighborhood they hung around with, so it was just as much fun for them as it was for us. I mean, we'd spend all day. My parents would pack a lunch. They had drinks. We had snacks. And we spent all day at a pool. I think a lot of parents take kids to go to a pool for one reason and one reason only. You know what that is? Dump them and run? No, they're oh. there. They're going to wear them out. Oh, so they're sleeping. I mean, good. by the time you swam all day and you were in the sun, that was some good sleeping. And those parents count on that. If you've never had a pool, now's the time to make you a pool. If you can't go buy one, <laughs> all you got to have is a tarp. You know, you get into some of these people have really, it doesn't, I would say it doesn't really look redneck. There's some people that have took a redneck idea and really turned it into something extremely nice. I mean, look at the other side of this. Oh, We're looking at some right now that says under $5,000, build your own pool. It is awesome looking. Yeah, you can take the above ground pool, build a deck around it, and I've seen them take stone and go up to it. And it looks like something that you And you, you would... have a very small investment in something that you've made look really, really nice. In fact, I've got some folks that I work with that are like dying to have an in-ground pool. And I would too. But I got to tell you, if you can find a redneck creative way to put a pool at your house where you can sit out on a float and float and cool off and have your favorite beverage, it's not too shabby. It's not. Now, what I don't know, the statement that I'm fixing to make, I don't know about real estate up north. Uh, I've just hadn't done a whole lot there. But in the south, believe it or not, as much as a swimming pool costs, and I know friends just, you know, in ground and they put a little concrete, you've got 30000 in it real quick. And I know other people that have gone as much as sixty, seventy thousand dollars building, you know, like the pool house and oh, the yeah, pool yeah, and absolutely. all of that. But at the end of the day, it brings no value when you go to sell your house. I know. Is that not unreal? So when you make that investment to put that in ground pool in, you need to understand you're making it simply for your pleasure and, and you may end up living in that house for twenty, thirty years and mm-hmm. you get every nickel out of it. But there's something also to be said about being creative, being a redneck, get you a truck, get you something to make a pool in, throw you some water in it, get you a cooler, get your music going, and have a good time. Well, we find ourselves at the end of another episode. Another week has come and gone. What an interesting subject we had this week about swimming pools. And, well, just how Southern Redneck Ingenuity has spread across the nation. Well, there's folks already putting in vacation requests now to head toward the Redneck Riviera, Orange Beach, Alabama for the summer. 
And yep, we're aware that there's a lot of folks that would just love to be in the Masters. But things are a little bit different in the South. Since the pandemic, there's been hundreds of folks that have been practicing up for the big challenge that's coming up at the Floribama this summer. It's almost like being a winner at NASCAR. Can you guess? Well, it's more about going down in history at the family reunion, making your mama proud. What I'm talking about is being top five at the Floribama and the mullet toss. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well, you know a secret? Well, now you know never to go skinny dipping in the Louisiana Bayou after dark.